Thank you for listening to Reality Breached. Here's another local spotlight. This one is with local artist Lauren Stennis. She's the creator of the popular Stennis flag, a proposed replacement for the outdated Mississippi state flag. We hope you enjoy. Robert, take it away. Okay, welcome to Reality Breach. I am your um, host slash co-host, Robin Morris. I'm sitting here with Sergio Lugo. How you doing, Sergio? Fantastic. The creative Reality Breach, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. ladies and germs. And we're sitting here with a lady who is a legend in the state of Mississippi because she is a fantastic person. I mean this. She is a fantastic person. Uh, She is trying to do something for the state that's going to bring us together over something that's tearing us apart. Her name is Miss Lauren Stennis and she is the creator of the new flag that will be flying over the state soon. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for letting me hang out with y'all today. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So, for our listeners who don't know, shame on you. Right. Uh, who are you and what do you do, even though I just introduced you? Uh, Lawrence Dennis. I'm born and raised here in Jackson, Mississippi. I'm a full-time artist. And in the last few years, I have become a flag designer and a big proponent of a... Uh, new flag for our state, a new logo, as I like to say, mm-hmm. um, that has really become almost a full-time job, which I did not anticipate. <laughs> <laughs> it has had a drastic effect on my income, <laughs> down, down, down. Um, but um, for a good cause, um, and so that's what I'm doing these days. I'm, I'm, we're here in my studio where I still allegedly do some artwork separate from the flag, but um yeah, so I'm enjoying that. I'm traveling the state and uh, meeting meeting folks and spreading the, the good news about our new flag. Now, you have an art gallery going around. Can you talk about that? Well, yeah, this has been um, a really uh, wonderful part of this effort. Um, a couple of years ago or a year and a half ago, I put out a call to Mississippi professional artists and craftsmen. And I asked them to interpret this new flag design in their medium. So it could be painting, it could be wood, it could be jewelry, it could be photography. Whatever these these artists uh, practice in, usually, I said, take this image of this flag and run with it. Okay. And did this for a couple of reasons. One, it's, it's a wonderful and creative way to brand this flag's image, right? You can see it as a flag, you can see it as a sticker. Um, you can see it on the computer screen, but this is a way to bring it to life um, in a completely new and fun uh, and unique way from each artist's perspective. And, and two, I can talk all day long about this image and what it means and what it looks like and, and what it might do to bring us together. But when you see what these artists do, um, they take this image and they incorporate it into a narrative, um, a, a scene where... You know, uh, there's a Mississippian out hanging, you know, some things on a clothesline with their dog nearby. Or, you know, some kids playing on a porch with a flag hanging, you know, off the banister. I mean, they've just taken it and run with it. And um, it just reminds you of, of Mississippi scenes by Mississippi artists. And it, it, 
it really illustrates what a what an evocative rather than a provocative flag can do for our state's people and our state's mm-hmm. image. Uh, it gets us past those stuck points that our current flag just just gets us into those ruts every time, and allows us to loosen up, have every fun every time, every time, every time. You're right. We have take. I've got about thirty pieces now. Um, taking it on the road, started at the Mississippi Museum of Art here in Jackson, then went down to the coast with it, um, and we'll be setting up in Clarksdale in a couple of weeks and for a two-week exhibit there, um, and then we're going to be hitting the campuses of Ole Miss and State and USM and um, just taking it all around, um, and then we'll wind back, back to Jackson on JSU's campus and also taking it to the Capitol. I'm going to take some pieces up there and show our legislators because I just think they're going to be real interested in seeing this, this, this artwork. <laughs> Hmm. So, how did you get people to accept changing the flag? Or accept the thought of changing the flag? I have not had to do much at all in that regard. Um, You know, folks are ready Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. a lot more than you realize. Um, This has been completely bipartisan. We've got Democrats, Republicans, Independents that have gotten on board with this. The Hines County Chair for the Trump campaign is a big Stennis flag supporter. Um, Yellow Dog Democrat uh, from down on the coast who is the chair of the uh, Black Congressional Caucus, Sonia Williams-Barnes is a supporter and um, sponsored legislation to change flag. And so we've got, you know, when you use the phrase strange bedfellows, we've got them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I think the most important word you used there was bipartisan. Because yes. right now... Just nationwide, nothing seems to be working bipartisan. No. And it is, I, I hold my breath sometimes because this is one of the worst uh, political environments I've witnessed in my lifetime in terms of tension uh-huh. and inability to get anything done across the aisle. But somehow this flag is holding some folks together here in Mississippi that you otherwise would not see together. So I'm delighted about that and I think one of the reasons is number one there's so many people who uh, for various reasons I mean this this our current flag is a spiritual and economic burden and and people know it and and they're also sick and tired of talking about it and they're sick and tired of it bringing everybody down and keeping everybody tense and um, and um, so there are there are a lot of people who are just ready to, to do this and realize that we need a new logo yeah yeah um, we can't really move forward until we get past what's holding us back and, right. and and if someone in Montana sees our state flag and they're in the state flag is the Confederate flag, like that automatically colors their opinion of the state. Do you know what Period. happened with the people in Montana who contacted me? Did you bring that up? No. It's funny that you say Montana. Wow. Okay. Should you not? There's like seven that. people in Montana. Yeah. Like okay. total. We say no. Worse. Okay. Okay. <laughs> because um, I got a call from some folks in. Uh, Red Lodge, Montana. Okay. Kid you not. Every summer they put up a 50-state flag display. You know, it's like the one month out of the year it's not covered in snow or whatever. And so they want to get out and enjoy it a little bit. And they have this, you know, picturesque postcard-like Main Street. And on each street light they put up an American flag and two of the state flags. And you go down the street and they're all 50 states and they encourage tourists because they still want people to come in the summer, even though it's not snowing. So they encourage tourists to go and find their uh, state flag and take a picture of themselves with it. In the last few years, there's been increasing controversy over the Mississippi state flag being part of this display. 
And they're like, what are we going to do about this? Because their policy is to only fly official flags, but they come across the STEMS flag and they're like, maybe we should fly this one <laughs> instead. Mm-hmm. Well, they called me up and said, you know, will you come talk to us here in Montana? And I've never been to Montana, and I'm thinking, this would be a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, my budget is zero dollars, zero cents for this project. So I was like, can you fly me to Montana? Yeah, it can't, it can't be cheap to fly to Montana. No, Man. especially out of Jackson, bless it. So so anyway, they, they had enough money to provide lodging for me, but they didn't quite have enough money to pay for my tickets. So they, I Skyped into Montana. And they were trying to figure out what to do, and they were asking me about the flag, and I was telling them, you know, down here, we're using this as a placeholder. You know, people are flying this in their homes, they're putting it on their car, they're putting it up at businesses, and that's that's the whole idea is Mississippians are just kind of taking care of this themselves. You know, they're, they're going ahead and mm-hmm. using it. Um, and then we'll just, at, at a certain point, we'll just expect the legislature to knock out the paperwork. <laughs> you know? And so join us, you know, um, why not? Um, they decided in the end not to undo their policy of using official flags because they get so many requests to fly all these different flags that they just didn't want to go down that road. Yeah, yeah. But it's still a controversy, and they were quite torn up about it. And um, but, but at least they feel like they've got an alternative. They wrote it up in the newspaper. I was in the newspaper in <laughs> Montana. Oh, so, wow. I mean, this is on the radar screen across the nation, what mm-hmm. we're doing here. So, funny you mentioned I sounded Montana. so smart. By saying Montana. Look I, at that. I thought you had, you had done a little research and it had been Yeah. 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 No, he hadn't. He's totally <laughs> unprepared. How dare you? I knew it. Okay. Cool. That's what I was thinking, Sergio. No. The worst well, astronaut in history. Ever. Ever. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Second, Sergio. Second, Sergio. <laughs> I would be a great astronaut. Really? I, I can't see you as an astronaut. I think I think like the pooping in bags would be a problem, mm-hmm. but other than that, I would be a great astronaut. The poop in the bag. Some, well, you got to poop somehow, right? I mean, you I, know, I hadn't thought it all the way through. I hadn't thought it all the way through. Well, I like the Earth, and I would like to stay on Earth. I don't think as myself. I, if I wanted to get high, there are ways of doing that. Oh, if someone told me tomorrow, <laughs> hey, <laughs> if someone asked me tomorrow, hey, Sergio, do you want to go into outer space? Bef- I I would say yes before they were done talking. Yeah, I, I'd be a little more ambivalent about it, but I think Jupiter is really beautiful. I wouldn't mind checking out Jupiter. Jupiter has a storm that can fit like fifty-five Earths or fifty-five million Earths in it, or something like that. That's mm-hmm. not where I would land. That's not. Yeah. I'd go like to the other side. Go to the other side. Of <laughs> does Does Jupiter rotate? It's like, oh, the weather here is terrible. Right? <laughs> well, you get through. Yeah, right. Well, you get through it. It's like this paradise. I was like, oh no, we just got constant, constant. It's um, it's a, equivalent to your Earth's California weather. Or maybe the eye of the storm on Jupiter's really big. Oh, that'd be cool. Fly into that. That will be scary. Y'all can do that. <laughs> I would, I wouldn't mind like um, if I very much so. <laughs> <laughs> he owned it. If 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 that was a planet I would like to go to, it would be the sun. That, yeah. I that's a, definitely a star. Yeah. You can't yeah, do that. A, well, you, technically, you can't go into the eye of Jupiter's storm either. But it's more Before realistic you burn than up in the atmosphere. So I'll mm. burn up in the atmosphere. Okay, fine. Let's all just go to the sun. Let's all just go to the sun. No, me. I last longer. <laughs> <laughs> 
And that, ladies and gentlemen, is my joke. That's what it says in the Mississippi Statement of Secession, anyway. Yep. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we have a document. <laughs> oh, no. Certain people call oh, no. okay. science. So, this isn't the first time Mississippians have talked about changing the flag. But it will be the last. Oh. 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 Uh, I think she just got you, man. It may be. Uh, what has changed since the last time? The last time I remember, the time I voted. Yes, I voted. Mm-hmm. Um, I voted to change the flag in, like, what, 2001? 2000, somewhere around there? What's changed since then? Um, well, I'll tell you. Um, one of my mentors, Governor Winter, says timing is everything. Mm-hmm. And I think he's right. I think what's happened now is um, we've had... I mean, it's been a generation, for one thing, that has passed. Um, we have, um, I mean, gosh, in 2001, we didn't have cell phones. You know, a lot has changed in terms of communication and, and uh, the exchange of information. Also, um, we have had some things go down that have just made laid bare the national and international implications of that symbol and what it means undeniably um, you know beyond what somebody might believe about it personally right and I thought so I think folks are really starting to grasp well I don't think of it in such and such a way but wow I'm getting a perspective you know from other media source, sources or from from the internet or wherever that this this does mean something that I've never really grasped or thought about. And so it is impacting the state in a way that I hadn't thought about. Um, and yeah. maybe they've just had more conversations with their fellow Mississippians, I don't know. But um, I think some of it is a generational thing, some of it is uh, um, having access to more information, and then, um, you know, nothing like a good old massacre either. Uh, you know, South Carolina happened um, yeah. in 2015, and um, you know when you see over and over and over again when folks who are committing atrocities like that and and at home or you know in their collection of goods are the Confederate battle flags just over and over and over again, you start to realize this is a symbol that is tied with uh, folks who align themselves with, with white supremacy and acts of violence. So yep. what do you do? You can, you can't. You can only deny it for so long. Right, right. It's very true. Whoop that question is ass. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Uh, what was the... How long did it take you to come up with the design? Oh, well, I'll tell you, I did not set out to do a design. Let me say that mm-hmm. first. Um, because I came home, I'd been gone from Mississippi... Fifteen or sixteen years. You took a little breaky break. Yeah. <laughs> and um, see y'all. Yeah, I'll be right back. I went out for some cigarettes. <laughs> and um, yeah, and so I got back, and I just thought I bought a little house, and I was ready. So, and I just wanted to put out a flag, and I just, of course, I would not. And I just thought this is so crazy that we have a state flag that we we as citizens. Many of us just can't put out without a moment's hesitation. That's that's really a 
absurd. Yeah, you shouldn't be embarrassed by this, the state flag. No, you should, be, you should be able to just go grab it and put it out, no matter who you are. Right. right. No hesitation. Um, I mean, worst case scenario, it doesn't match your shutters. I mean, that's it. <laughs> that's that's the only right. So um, I just kind of, I mean, I just kind of collapsed on my couch and I thought, yeah, we are still dealing with this and. Um, you know, I'm back. I'm a middle-aged lady, and I just, I just really began a lot of reflection about it. And I began to talk to people who were involved in the attempt to change it in 2001, and I talked to people who were against it. I talked to people who were for it. I just kind of just... It was almost a rite of passage in coming home. I didn't, I didn't think about it then, but, I mean, I was, you know, had rolled right off the turnip truck back into town, and um, it was a way to reconnect, I think, with my home. And... Um, because I just I use that as a segue to talk to a lot of different uh, folks and um, made a lot of new friends and um, made a lot of just acquaintances. <laughs> um, but anyway, and um, and then I just had a lot of unanswered questions too because um, I started thinking about the Magnolia flag, for example. I'd always heard that was the state's first flag. And as I remembered it, and so I was just like, man, you know, graphically, that, that flag just doesn't do it for me. It seems a little weak in terms of composition and stuff. <laughs> um, but I, I, thought, I can you know, outheart that flag. Well, <laughs> you know, the magnolia tree, bless it, it just doesn't really have a distinct silhouette. Um, like the palmetto tree in South Carolina, bam, that's a great flag. Mm-hmm. Um, but the palmetto tree has a just a very distinct silhouette. The magnolia tree kind of depends on who the pruner is. Um, yeah. You know, it's really just kind of a blob, though. And um, so it just doesn't sit well on a flag. But anyway, I thought, you know, I could put my personal preferences aside and back that. So I was prepared to do that if I thought this is going to be the flag that we can all jump on board, right? And, um, but I go to, so I go down to archives. And I'm like, when was this adopted? What's the story here? Who designed it? You know, when did it? And I come to find out that it was never adopted as a state flag. It was designed, it was commissioned and designed in January 1861 by the newly seceded Republic of Mississippi. Oh. Well, we we can't do that. Well, that's kind of where I was on it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I don't think it's real cute, and it's the official flag of secession. Yes. So it was at that point that I started thinking about getting out my crayons um, because I was like, I looked for any other flag design that was out there and nothing had really stuck. And I looked at the one in 2001 and that people called the pizza flag. Remember that? It was, it had the circle in the Canton, the circle of stars. It was basically the flag they have now, but they took the Confederate battle flag out of the Canton right. and stuck a, a circle of stars. Cluster of stars. Yeah. 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 You see that cluster of stars up there by Ron's belt? Put that in the middle. They were like, bam! <laughs> just, it was an assault, of, a visual assault of stars. <laughs> so even people who were, really wanted to change the flag were not nutty about that flag. That's mm-hmm. what I kept hearing over and over again. And when you get a nickname like the pizza flag, that, that, that I don't think that's a... Sounds delicious to me. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Um, if you're a ninja turtle. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, it, you know, that's what happens when you have a flag by commission. Um, you, you know, you've got all the right people. You have a black person and a white person and a young person and an old person and a teacher and a student. Oh, you've just you've hit all bases. But there's nobody there who knows graphic design. 
Yeah. And you've tried to please everyone, and you've pleased no one, and you end up with an edible... <laughs> a circle of stars. You end yeah. up with that. And so so I'm not a fan of, you know, flag by commission, nor am I, let the school children decide. Didn't like, Alaska do that? Mm, was it well, Alaska or was it Hawaii? It was one of those the newest I states. Feel I feel like it, was, it may have been Alaska. Well, Alaska has the uh, constellation on it, um, and it's simple enough, and, and you know, and it, and it, it is... It does not look hand-drawn by a third grader. Uh-huh. You know, it actually has sharp it's been, stars. It's and, been edited. So I'm, I'm okay with their flag. You know, um, there's some pretty heinous flags out there. Mm-hmm. Um, ours is heinous because we have kind of a um, what has become internationally uh, a hate symbol in it. Yeah. And I think there's some people here who... After talking to them, I really believe genuinely they do not see it that way. They do not feel that way about it. They do not mean it in a racist way. They do not. There's some who do. Very much. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. But there's some who really, really do not mean it that way. And they do not see it that way. And for them, I just say, you know, it, it sounds like those symbols are really important to you. But our state needs a new logo. So if you want, from my vantage point, if you want to fly that privately, have at it. Put it at your house, put it, you know, Mm -hmm. at your private business, put it on your car. And I will fight to protect that right. Yeah, that's the freedom of speech. Like, you can fly whatever you want. Well, there are folks who worry, you know, you're going to ban that, and you're going to take down the monuments, it's going to be this slippery slope, you know, and and such. And and, and they get really defensive, and I just say two things. One, I'm going to write into the legislation protect the private display of any of those flags. Magnolia flag, current flag, better flag, whatever it is. Put it on your truck, put it on your house. We're going to make sure it's in the legislation. Even though that's even redundant because we have that right. Oh, right, it is, it is redundant. <laughs> the legislature has already written legislation that is on the books protecting monuments. Mm. A lot of people don't know that. So unless they repeal that, the monuments aren't going anywhere. So my goal is just to kind of disarm folks and just say, if our official flag changes, that's nothing but good for the morale and the economic bottom line for the state. Mm-hmm. You still get to keep, you know, if you have, if those other symbols mean something to you, you can still fly them and use them privately. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? Yeah. And, 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 oh, I, I love getting into this argument with people, but I hate getting in this argument with people. The, the whole, you're taking this away from me. Why? That, that's against my rights. You're taking something away from me. And that's not what this is about. We're not taking it away from you. But there are some people who that's exactly how they talk. They say, take it down. And they say, we're going to put this in a museum. We're, you know, and that's how they frame the whole argument. Mm-hmm. This flag's going away. And you never, ever hear me say, take it down. You hear me say, put it up. And I'm talking about the new flag. Uh And I also talk about the private protection of those flags, which you never hear a lot of other people say. Because Mm -hmm. if I'm going to take something from you, even if you're ambivalent about whatever it is, you're going to get mad and defensive. But Uh I don't need you mad and defensive. That's true. I'm going to give you something. That's what I'm here for. I'm going to give you something. I never, ever, ever say take it down. Ever. I say put it up. 
Mm. It helps me know if you're speaking from my 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 point. This is just me. <laughs> I don't mind if you fly that flag. It lets me know what type of person you are. Like at least I I, I know I kind of know where your mind frame is at. If I see it on your truck or car, let's just let's just be real here on your truck, or if I see it flying at your house, you know I kind of I'm like okay, well this is this type of person. Well, this is their main you know they're they're in this frame of mind. And I can only go so far talking to them about certain subjects. So I'm I'm on board with it of your of how how you're approaching it. It's very smart, very smart way. Because they're not losing anything. They're not losing it because it ain't like they go down to the Capitol every day just to look at it. Like, ah, not gonna get the day started, and then go to work in Delo, Mississippi. Well, in some ways, it's it's, it's that was a joke. That's a, that's a very big. <laughs> I mean, uh, if you think about the role of a state flag, it is not to mark any person or group's heritage. Mm -hmm. That's a personal matter, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. No matter which person or group you're talking about. The role of it, because that's when I I start bringing it back around. I'm just like, well, let's just think about what is the role of a state flag. And the role of a state flag, really, in this day and age, is logo marketing branding. Yeah. And if any other CEO of a company had a logo that affected the bottom line and the morale of its company the way our logo affects our bottom line and our morale, they would change it. Yeah, and they'd absolutely. be irresponsible not to. Right. Period. If anything, it's a great business move. Yes. For companies to say, oh, Mississippi's evolving. Well, it's, it's no different than, I mean, if you, if you go back in history and look at the Ford Motor Company, They've changed their logo probably 20 times. Look at Apple. Look at Coca-Cola. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it doesn't erase their history. It doesn't change their company history. Yeah. Nothing. It just allows them to evolve over time, stay current. You know, look, we're only going to do this every 100 years or so. It's no big deal. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. You know, and if we change it on Wednesday and we wake up Thursday morning, none of us is really going to feel a huge difference that Thursday morning. But it's sort of like, you know, if you think about a ship, ships when they leave harbor or when they come into the harbor, they do a thing called shifting colors. And I love this analogy because they 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 change their their flags to to show their intention of where they're going, what their mission is. And to me, that's part of the role of a flag too and so because some people are like ah oh, it's just a piece of cloth now I'm super into symbols um, and the power <laughs> of them obviously I mean I'm really dorked out about it but yeah. I understand that not everybody's going to be that dorked out about it <laughs> <laughs> you would have to to take this on yeah yeah and I've become because yeah. I, I have always loved the power of a, a, a good logo I mean if you nail a logo bam I mean I, to me that's like you know, hearing the crack of the bat and the ball just sails out of the park. I mean, I just think that is just one of the greatest things you can do. Um, but when you think about designing a flag, it's 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 a great logo of sorts. But then you got to think about it's got to be tiny on a lapel pin, and then it's got to be huge above a car dealership, and it's got to be subject to wind and weather, and it's got to be seen from both sides. I mean, it's got all these. It's a, it's a specialty of graphic design because there are all these weird things that flags have got to deal with mm-hmm. that a logo doesn't. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
So that's another reason I'm like, when they say, let the school children, and I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't say that. I just said <laughs> <laughs> that. the that is. thing. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's funny that you're talking about logos, because I, I, I do pay weird, weird amounts of, of attention to certain things. Like, uh, I was watching football this weekend, and I was watching the, the, the Baltimore Ravens. And I don't know if you have ever seen the Baltimore Ravens logo. It's <laughs> it's a raven head. Yes. With a B on the side of it. Yes. But it has to go on both sides of the helmet. Yes. So on one side, it's pointed forward. On the other side, it's pointed backwards. And it just looks silly one way. So I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the logos matter. Like, the aesthetics matter. And that's one reason on a flag, one of the basic, simple rules of flag design is no letters, seals, numbers. Because when it flips around... It's backwards. Then let's not. We can't read it. Mm-hmm. And so there, there are 26 flags in the United States that have what we call a seal on a bed sheet, where they just take they <laughs> plunk the state seal down <laughs> on the rectangle. And that's just such a cop-out. Oh, well... And and then you know there's a little bit of talk of doing that here, just taking you know taking the Canton off completely and leaving those stripes. Which if you leave it alone, it's the flag of Serbia and Montenegro. So you want to do that? That's cool. And then just plunking the state seal down on that. But what's funny is we line up alphabetically right next to Missouri. I come out the door, yell out really hard. We line up next to Missouri alphabetically. Their their flag is the exact opposite of the color bars with their state seal plumped right down on top of it. So we will look exactly almost <laughs> identical. It's just the the red, white, and blue are reversed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. State seal plumped down on top. So I, I, I keep joking when people bring that up. I'm like, welcome to Missouri. We're so glad you're here. <laughs> like, let's not do that. You guys. That's, man, I'm learning so much about logos. And, and, and flags. I didn't expect this. Yeah, I, I, I vetted the heck out of it because I wanted us to be original. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted us to have a classic, strong design. We're a small C conservative state, you know, so I didn't do anything really modern and contemporary because, you know, that kind of freak us all out. So yeah. I wanted something that would pair well with the United States flag. Mm-hmm. Um, so I matched the Pantones exactly. Um, she just said Pantones. Bang! Do I get points? Yes. Yay. No one knows what Pantones are. Uh, no, I don't recall. Oh, like Pantones are. Uh, let me, let me <laughs> try to give, give my, my, my the most layman explanation that I have. It's like official colors. It's like like you register like official colors for stuff. Like like the uh, the minions have their own Pantone of yellow. Yes. It's like a recipe yeah. book for colors. Yeah. Ooh. Right? All right. I, I can dig it. Yeah. So so if you want to match a red exactly, there's actually a number mm-hmm. that that describes the balance of... Of hue. Oh. Tone, value. Come on. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. I'm sorry. Pantone is one of those words that you don't expect people to say. Ever. I'm going to say it four times. Ever. I'm just going to go just, to the VA, my yeah, VA Every time you slip it into conversation, see if you can slip it into the conversation tomorrow. Yeah, four times. I'm doing it. You get a buck every time. So how you doing? Uh, you know, I'm, just, I'm trying to find this shirt, but it doesn't have the right Pantones. Yeah. That's all right. I, that's close oh, enough. Oh, wait, Pantone, Pantones are brown? 
Like it was too forceful? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're like at the Rogue and you're like, yeah, I'm just kind of looking for a different Pantone. See how that goes. Okay, I'm going to go to, uh, um, what's that paint store called? Uh, Sher- Sherwin-Williams? Yeah, Sherwin. Yeah, I'm going to go to Sherwin-Williams. Oh, they'll be, they won't blink an eye. They won't blink an eye? Mm. Cool. Yeah, that you'll look way more professional than you are if you walk in asking for Pantones. Okay. Of blue? Do I like have to have like a color when I say the word Pantone? Pantones? Am I saying it right? <laughs> Is it it kind of sounds like you're saying panties. I mean, Pan- Pantones. I don't know. There's something weird when you say Is it, it. Pantones? Let's just practice it a few times. Okay. Hey, um, yeah, I'm, I'm painting the outside of my house, and uh, I can't quite nail the Pantone. It's, uh, it's kind of, need something a little yellower. Try that. Hey, uh, I'm painting outside of my house, and I can't seem to find the right Pantone. It's not working. <laughs> Can you help me out? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find this George Clinton robe he wore back in yeah. 1970-something, back when. Yeah. But I can't find the right Pantone. Oh, you know what? Well, yeah, take a George Clinton album in and say, I want to paint my house the exact same color shirt. Can you match the Pantone? Match the pan. Ah, there you go. And I will probably have phone calls about my house. Cause my <laughs> <laughs> whatever. It smells like herbs at that boy house every day. Now it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> now it looks like a herb. <laughs> it's like, sir, we can't tie dye your house. <laughs> <laughs> the roof is nothing but strings of different colors and different Pantones. I asked Sherwin Williams and they said no. <laughs> oh, man. Crap. Oh. So, besides besides uh, changing the course of history, which is what you're going to do, which is what you are doing. That was a little melodramatic, but all right. Um, try, try not to, not so much hyperbole. Pantone it down. down. Pantone it down? Was that right? No, it's not right at all. Oh, okay. I was like, this word means more than one thing. Antenna sentence. Don't. That was not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, walk into a bar. Like, hey, how do you like your, uh, your, 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 your drink there? I like the Pantone of it. What kind is it? Your eyes. Pantone. Oh, see? Your That's, eyes. There see? you go. I'm going to use that tonight. <laughs> I'll put it if you want a drink in your face. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to ask. You're changing the course of history. <laughs> That's not helping. Uh. I still don't know like the end question because I'm still like fixated on this word. Um, oh, I, I do know what I want to ask. So, what are your other like artworks that you like to focus on besides the um, the flag stuff? Um, well. I do block prints, which is where I take either a block of wood or a block of linoleum, and I carve away negative space or white space, and the raised area that's left, I roll it with ink and press paper down over the top, and that creates the image. Peel the paper back, voila. And um, so a large part of that is just getting the right balance of, of contrast and light and dark, and again, I mean... Once I feel like I've removed the right amount of material, then I feel like I've, I've nailed the image. So it's it's less is more in my world, which again I think has lent itself to uh, 
helping me understand what makes a good flag design because simple is always better. If you think about the good flags, um, South Carolina, we talked about Texas, Colorado, New Mexico. Um, these flags are very simple. They don't have a whole lot going on, but they're inevitably in the top 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I had my design, I'd kind of put it in a drawer and thought maybe during the bicentennial I would I would pull the design out and do an open letter to the editor of a paper and say, hey, everybody, <laughs> please consider this. You know, But when the massacre in South Carolina happened and all the politicians and leaders started calling for a change of our flag, I thought, okay, game on, man. We got to... I think I need to take advantage of this moment. And um, so, um, but I, I wasn't really quite ready for prime time. So I, I cold called this guy named Ted Kay who wrote this book called Good Flag, Bad Flag that I'd studied. And I said, you don't know me from Adam's house cat, but I have designed this flag, but I really wasn't ready to you know, run with it. But things were happening. And I said, I would love your feedback. And he was super nice and generous, and he said, I love it. It would be in the top ten of flags, um, but make the stars bigger. That's what he said. So there's a first generation of my flag you might see out there that has these little bitty adorable stars. Um, But I took his advice, and I made the stars bigger, and that's the generation that you see out there today. And uh, it really made it a better design, and I was really grateful to him for that. That was dope. Everybody needs a good editor. No, I, I just decided to go to the top. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the best? Let me see. All right, email. Yeah, email yeah. That's it's it's amazing what you can get away with by just emailing someone. And I did it, man. And he yeah. was just like, "Okay, okay." Yeah, you never know who's going to check their email. Never know what you know what they're going to think of it when they read it. But then when you get that reply, it just. You feel it from inside. You're like, oh, I know. What have I done? So, and I just, I just felt like that's one hell of a stamp of approval there. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and I, I felt like again. I mean, it's not like I, you know, went to Vexillological Academy. You know, it's not like I spent my life just, you know, studying how to make good flags. I, I just went from what I knew about graphic design and, and self-taught. So I was like, I, w- I want this to be as good as it can be. And it was a tall order designing a state flag. I mean, I, it, to me, it's, it really helps to, to know the state's people as well as possible. So mm-hmm. I was glad that I trekked around and did the research and the cheesy chats that I did because although I was born and raised here, it was different coming back. I'm a mature woman. <laughs> and... Uh, and uh, having those conversations and, and seeing things from that perspective. And, um, so I, I hope, uh, I hope, I hope I've done good. I sure still think so. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, can we, can we just talk about like the, the, the studio here where we're at for, yeah. for a quick second? This place is amazing. Yes. I've passed by it a multitude of times. Did I say that in the, whatever, but I've never, for one thing, I've never seen a garage up, so I don't, I don't know. So when I walked in here, it was like, oh, what can I describe it to? Um, um, what's that movie with the guy with the magical shoes? But the place was a toy store. I forget he had like magical powers. 
he was long lived, and as soon as his sh- when his shoes deteriorated, he passed away. Mister Magorium's Wonder Emporium, something like that. Okay, I've never seen that movie, but that okay. that sounds right. That's the basis of the movie. Like his, sh- his it, it, he had a magical toy store, and his shoes were um, when his sh- he had like four uh, copious amounts of shoes. Well, he was on his last pair of shoes. Oh, okay. Like so, one pair of shoes, right? Yeah. So these particular shoes, these brand of shoes, Time's up. once they're done and he can't wear them anymore, he passes away. So he was like hundreds of hundreds of years old because he was magical, but he was still, you know, he still had a limit and the limit was like the length of his shoes. But anyway, when I walked in here, that's the first thing I saw because everything in here is, is something different and something. It looks like something in here has a story. And, I was just, and then I just was like, I want, I don't want to just be going through other people's stuff. <laughs> but I want to go into other people's stuff. This place is awesome. Yeah. There are five of us who share the space. And one is a textile artist. One is a found object artist, you know, that who creates stuff I've found out. One is an illustrator, one's a painter, and then myself. Uh, and we all have different little spots um, to ourselves, but um, it's all open space, so we get to interact and see what the other person is working on, and we cross-pollinate all the time. Um, and uh, it's a pretty, pretty cool place to work um, and, and uh, be inspired. And, um, yeah, there's just crap everywhere. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, a lot of people come here and just think, man, this is a wreck. What? But, no. No. But no. It's, it's just, uh, stuff is getting done, you know? And, uh, it's, um, it's, uh, it's a pretty fun place to be. Yeah. I just like to, 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 yeah, to add what Robert was saying, everything looks like it has a story, but also, Things look they have a, like they have a use. Yeah. So like you'll see something like oh that's a that's a cool little thing oh, oh that's what that's for. And then there's you know this whole pile of things that are <laughs> waiting to be used for something. Yeah. And that's cool. Like like everywhere you look, there's something. Yeah. Yeah. There's scraps of wood. There's scraps of fabric. There, you know, little odds and ends of paper. There, you know, uh, bottles of paint and ink and all you know random little different size wheels and bottles and I mean and inevitably again I mean something will come up and we'll look over and go and we'll just say let's do blah and we'll do something together um some something will click and we'll just think let's let's combine this and this you know and um it's 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 a it's a unexpected things happen which I like because I'm up here by myself just because of my hours a good bit but there's still just just seeing all of the things that you all walked in on um, makes your mind go in different directions than it than it would if you were just just had your own stuff around. So I love it. Cool, man. That was that was amazing. So where can we follow you and all the work that you're doing? Well, I'm on the the World Wide Web's the Inner Tubes um, on Facebook and Instagram at Stennis Inc. Um, I'll see. Take that back. Okay. There it is. Um, 
Dennis. I'm, Dennis I'm totally underscore that in. Inc. <laughs> uh, on Instagram. Stennis mm. underscore Inc. The flag stuff is at Stennis Flag. Um, and um, so those are the two main things. Um, at Stennis Flag or Stennis underscore Inc. Mm-hmm. And I spell Lauren with an I because my parents did not know how to spell. So you can also go to laurenstennis.com <laughs> um, and check out some stuff there. And that'll link you to most of my, my pages. Um, you can see my artwork is uh, available for sale at Brown's in Jackson and at Treehouse Gallery in Oxford and at Attic Gallery in Vicksburg. Oh, wow. For our international listeners. So, yeah. Support your local artists. Support your local artists. Always. 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 Have we breached reality? We have. Yes. Oh, nice. Yes. She she almost, I thought she was going to say, like, the, the closing catchphrase. Uh-oh. I was just like, <laughs> saying, like right, yours, we're done. Yours. <laughs> <laughs> um, make sure that you guys uh, follow Miss um, Lauren Stennis and all her social media platforms. Thank you for the work that you're doing with the flag. It means a lot to us. It really does. Um, well, the folks out there who are putting the stickers on their cars and putting the flags out in front of their houses and businesses, those are the folks who are going to change the flag. I will ultimately have very little to do with it, so thank y'all. Oh. No. <laughs> Sergio. Robert. Don't we have a Twitter? We we do have a Twitter. It's at Reality Breached. Yeah. Follow us. Yeah. I mean, we have Breached. a YouTube page. We have, we're we on have Facebook. A page. We have a Facebook page. And a website. Yes, reality Breached. No. We need to get rid of that, by the way. That's, we don't, nobody does that. <laughs> I can totally make a MySpace page. How fun would that be? That would be fun. Let's can we let's talk about that off air. Okay. 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 <laughs> Long term MySpace plans. Okay. Okay. It's coming back. <laughs> for Miss Lauren Stannis, for Sergio, I am Robert Morris, and you've been breached, baby. listening to Reality Breached. To follow all of our podcasts, visit realitybreached.com. There you'll find the local spotlight, the Reality Breach podcast, and the Black Pocket podcast.